Dort defender cross-country coach Nate Wolf joins us as we recap the last week, which was the Great Plains Athletic Conference Championship, and we'll take a peek forward to the NAI National Championships. That'll be a week from this Friday. Works out to November the 17th off in Vancouver, Washington, and uh, Coach Wolf and the women's and men's cross-country teams coming away with conference championships. And uh, let's begin with the women, Coach Wolf. First of all, congratulations. Thank uh, you. Great Saturday for your team. The women's race, we knew it would be a, a real challenge with Concordia. Concordia has uh, had a fine season this year in head-to-head competitions. Uh, they have a win over your team from a couple of weeks ago. But when did you when did you feel comfortable that uh, your team was going to come out on top on Saturday? Um, when Jesse... Coach, my assistant Jesse Veenstra was looking on his phone <laughs> at the at the conclusion of it all. So, no, that um, you know the the women from the 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 start. I I thought um, I thought ran a really nice race. Um, they came through the mile mark, and um, I really liked where we were positioning um, at that point. Um, it's a long ways from the mile mark to the finish, though. So. Uh, when they came through the two-mile mark and they had actually um, stayed together and improved their finish, we had two through, um, yeah, two through nine, uh, really within just a few seconds of each other at two miles. I thought we have a a pretty good chance here if if we can just hold this together. And um, as they um, came, you know, really into about the three-mile mark, um, they'd strung out just a little bit, but really. Um, did not have many people in between them, and I figured with the way they were running at that point that um, things were um, there was a good chance that we were going to be able to to hold it off and and pull it out. Jessica Campman uh, leads the way with a twenty one twenty. She wins the uh, championship. She has she's run really well this year. I mean, what and what what has led to that? Yeah, you know, I so first I, I would tell you she ran twenty one twenty. And if you look at the the video finishes of what uh, of her race, um, you know she she kind of cruised through most of the the race, um, and we we really talked a little bit about doing her work early, and so she did most of her work in the first uh, mile or two, and then after that she kind of um, put it on cruise control, and so she yeah she's running really really well. Um, that's really been a a four-year process for her. She came in with a torn ACL and and really has had to build up from from that point um, to where she is now. Um, she's uh, each year increased her training. Each year she's done better managing her stress. Um, she has better nutrition. She sleeps better, um, and so it's it's just been a process for her. And I think each year she's ran, she's gained more and more confidence. And um, yeah, it's it's really really fun to coach her. Um, it's fun to to talk with her about her race plans, her training, um, just because how dialed in she is um, at this point of her career. Molly Mulder runs second for you, then Jessica Opfer, a couple of sophomores, and then Lucy Borkowski, Taylor Anima, Christine Hanemichael. A lot of veterans mixed in with those two sophomores, uh, veterans that have been through this, and the expectations. The season can turn into a grind, but it seems, from my vantage point, that they they knew they had to get to this point, and they were successful in doing that. Yeah, I think I think it. This was the most. Um, yeah, you know, nine seasons of doing this at Dort. I think this was the most um, relaxed and mentally 
prepared and focused group of women that I've worked with. They, they, I told Coach Veenstra last week, they really reminded me um, of the men at the national meet last year where um, they knew that they, they had a tall order in front of them. They knew that, that there was going to be incredible uh, competition from Concordia team-wise and, and several individuals, but they, they, were, they were excited um, nervously excited maybe is a good way. I mean, they definitely had some some nerves, the type of nerves that you have for a race, but they were just in a really, really good place um, with their their focus. And I think a lot of that has to do with the leadership of those people that you mentioned, um, those upperclassmen. Um, they've, they've had experience, um, but then the, the younger um, sophomores and, and even Isabella Webb, who was sixth for us um, as a freshman, um, they just – they just really had a nice spirit about let's go do this together and, and see what happens. Molly Mulder, did you, uh, fourth place finish as a sophomore, 2202 at this meet. Did you know recruiting her that she had this potential? Because she didn't have this kind of success in high school. Well, she was, she? Yeah, she's a volleyball player in high school. Yeah. Um, and she ran two seasons of track. You know, I one of the things that I appreciate about um, Craig Hine and our track coach is that he his experience working with high school students before he came here, he really has the ability to see people and go, you know what, I think that person has has potential. And he was actually at a track meet and um, watched her run. She was running the mile, and he said he actually sent took a video and sent to me. And he says, "This is somebody we need to get on our team." Um, she was a junior. We need to get on our team in two years. And um, did I did I think that as a sophomore she'd run twenty two oh two in the six k, um, you know, basically ran eighteen ten for the five k and then finished it, or eighteen twenty for the five k and then finished it, uh, finished fourth at the conference meet um, for a team like ours that we have this year. I, I I'm not sure that I anticipated it happening this quickly for her. Um, she's she's really competitive. She's really focused. She has all the the characteristics um, on top of talent that you you need. Um, as a distance runner, uh, to be successful and to continue to improve. And, um, you know, so I knew that she had those things shortly after she got here. But, um, yeah, quite a race and just um, a great leader for us as well. Men's race, I don't know that there was a whole lot of suspense with that, and I have to be careful in saying that because I don't want to have it come off as arrogance. But the, the team, the way they performed leading up to this, the expectation for the team was go out and win the title, and they certainly performed uh, seven out of the top 12 runners, uh, first three across the line. They performed. Uh, there may be some runners who you say didn't hit expectations, but as a group, it certainly seemed like they were right there. Yeah, you know, I I knew all season that, that Doan would be a really good team. You know, um, kind of like on the women's side where Concordia is a fantastic team that will will com, uh, compete really, really well at the national meet. Uh, I knew that Doan um, would be that as well. Um, they've they've got some really good top runners. They have a lot of talent. They have good coaching. And so we knew that we needed to go and perform well. Um, I think – um, I think, yeah, like you said, I think we, we also felt like maybe at this point um, of the, the year, we were with some of the experience that we had coming back that we felt like um, we needed to, to go and perform um, and the, the cards would go where they needed to be, I guess, if you would, would say that. But 
Um, that's not a knock on <clears throat> on them by any means because I, I told the men the night before, if, if we're not focused on what we need to do, uh, we will finish um, second. And, um, and we knew that, and I think they took that on and, and went in with a really good, uh, really good focus of what we needed to do as a team. Why has Aiden Vorster had such a good year? <laughs> yeah, because he's worked really hard. He's a junior. Um, I think you could see it coming last year. Um, and then once we got to the track season and he made finals in indoor track, I think in the 5K, I think all of a sudden he realized, oh, I, I can do this. And then that just that momentum just grew for him. We went to the Simpson, uh, Simpson and he ran the 5K there and he qualified for nationals, ran lights out. Um, and then a couple weeks later, he's, he wins the 10K, he's second in the 5K at, at the conference meet. And, you know, again, then we go to the national meet and he just misses out on making finals. And I think that, that confidence plus also the motivation of like, okay, I haven't quite arrived here. I didn't make finals. I, I, I'm not an All-American yet. I think really has pushed him to the next level. We've talked about Craig Becker, um, what he has meant to this team, what a, a shot in the arm. He has been uh, second place narrowly to Aiden Vorster. But then I look at that other the, the sophomore group, and you've talked at length about them. You've got Luke Swanson. You've got Tage Holstein. Sam May didn't run. Um, some sophomores who uh, – Chase Camp. Uh, some sophomores who it appears – are making progress. It, it is very incremental in college running. You don't show up as a, it's rare that a freshman shows up and is really impactful, like top five in the conference or something like that. There are building blocks along the way, and it seems from the outside looking in that these athletes are putting those building blocks in place. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think this was a, a really pivotal race um, for those guys. I was I was ecstatic with how Luke and Tage and, and Chase ran. Um, to be, to have a freshman and, and three sophomores under 26 minutes is, is phenomenal. Um, and again, a, a lot of work that they put in to make that happen. But um, we have seen, and we've talked a little bit about this, but we've seen the pieces coming together, but we have not um, seen the whole thing come together. And uh, we talked at length with those guys. I had quite a few meetings in the last couple of weeks about how we we wanted um, to see the race unfold for them, what I think um, they needed to do to to kind of shore up some of the things and uh, maybe some of the mistakes that they'd made to to not have a few of the races that they'd uh, maybe hoped to have earlier in the year. Uh, and then they went out and they did exactly um, what we we talked about. And uh, they went out a little bit more aggressive. They were able to maintain through the second mile, and then they got to the third mile, and they just they just they just hammered away. Um, I talked with Luke yesterday. He came in. He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I we got to the 5K, and I looked around, and I'm like, man, I'm still with you know Daniel mm -hmm. and Ethan and Craig and Aiden and all these guys, and I feel really really good. And I, and, um, I think that piece to me for those guys, um, I, I think it's a huge springboard for what the rest of their career in both track and cross country can be. Nationals coming up um, a week from this Friday. Uh, we're recording this, full disclosure, on Wednesday, November 8th. So that would be November 17. You run at the NAIA National Championships. Many of these athletes have been there before, some of them multiple times. How much does that help in the preparation for this week? Uh, it helps a ton, and it'll help a ton when we race. Um, 
the ability just to, again, I think, manage the excitement because um, there's an excitement of just being able to go and know that you're going to be uh, – I mean, all college athletes put in a lot, a lot of work. So this isn't something that's unique to just these these guys or these these women. But I think, you know, when you get that that payoff and all the work that you put in, um, there's this excitement about it. I think there's also a little bit of tentativeness. Um, one of the things I, in my conversation with Luke yesterday was, you know, you belong at, at the national meet. You know, you're not just going along to be a participant and um, you're going along to race and to be impactful. And um, the experience that those upperclassmen, men and upperclassmen, women that have been um, at the national meet can bring um, is, is huge. When you get to the starting line and they shoot the gun off and you got to figure out what position I'm going to be in, um, that's, that's really helpful to have done that before. What kind of expectations do you go in? How do you, how do you lay it out for your team? I understand there's the, we're going to go and we're going to perform as the best we can. And that's part of it. You break down points, you look at times, can these teams finish in the top 10? I mean, is that realistic to say, hey, uh, a team top 10 finishes, or don't you even talk about that? Well, you, you and I have talked about this way too much. You know exactly what I would say. Um, I, I would say it's about you know taking care of ourselves. And we talked about that before the conference meet, um, that our focus, you know, I told the women, I said, our focus has to be on us, on our race plan, on the way that we're going to go race, because we can't control those other pieces. Um, at the same time, I think it's, it's disingenuous to probably say that, you know, we, we also don't prepare them for the part of the races that they're going to be competing in. Right. So <clears throat> again, for instance, with Luke yesterday, I, I'm like, Luke, I, I, you know, you, you have the ability to be in the top 70, um, whether that happens or not, um, we'll, we'll see, but he needs to know and, and the team needs to know on both sides where they, they can kind of slot in. And so, yeah, I think both teams can be, can be top 10. Um, I think both have the ability to, to perform very well and, um, you know, maybe be, you know, I think both are ranked six maybe right now. And I think, um, I think that's accurate. I think there's typically five or six teams on both sides that have a chance to be on the podium, which is the top four. I think, I think both teams will have a a chance at that. I think that's going to take a really, really good performance from both sides. I don't think that's an expectation. Um, um, from, from me or, or from them. Um, but I think we, we want to put ourselves in position so that, um, when they cross the line, we see if, if the points tally up and, and be in that area. Coach Wolf, thanks for coming in. Uh, best wishes as you head out to the Pacific Northwest and does it ever get old? I mean, you've been doing this a while now. Does, does this, does this ever get old? So this is my 20th year of coaching 19th as a head coach. Um, and I've been to, to nationals, um, this would be my 10th time, I think, for, for cross country, mm-hmm. if I remember right. So I'm now I'm, I'm right at 50%. So, um, you know, when you think about all those years that, that you didn't take anybody or you're by yourself um, taking one person or something, no, it doesn't. It, I, I think one of the things that I just really, um, the longer I do this, the more that I enjoy is seeing the work that the athletes do and then being able to see them um, have the opportunity to go race against the best and um, have them understand the work um, and the correlation between the work and that success. I think, 
I think that's a really important life lesson. Um, and it's probably one of the most satisfying things that I get to do is to see them um, run at the national meet. And, and we always hope for the best performances, obviously, but um, even when it's not the best performance, what, what are the things that, that we can learn from that? And um, it's just a really fun, it's just a really fun uh, time um, and satisfying time. Nate Wolf, cross-country coach for the Dort Defenders, back and we'll have more Defender discussions throughout the coming weeks.